The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Danny, let me go to that GMZ, the second one, if you can. Bring in that one there, we're going to get um, Doug's cool and the other line. Gun. So wh- while we cool out with this one here, yeah, and then we get Doug's cool and that line there, and then uh, we take off from there. Good. Get it, la la la, I ugly look at it, la la la, my 
honey, sugar and sugar and rum. Oh, will she have a banana? Tra la la. Will she have a banana? Tra la la. Will she have a banana? Tra la la. Honey, sugar and sugar and rum. We thank you very much, Danny Challenger, for hooking me up with that um, black girl in the ring fan, James. He's next to sweet gentleman. Um, I think we got. I, I think we. I think we. We finally. We finally do a little piece of hook up here this morning. Uh, we got dog school in the mix. Thank you, Ronnie Russell. Appreciate. Appreciate you helping us out technically. Uh, good morning, docs. How are you? Good morning, Neville. Uh, good morning, Ronnie, and good morning to the worldwide number one program eight to ten yo yo we, we got <laughs> that's the nickname for the show eight to ten <laughs> no no and you got to say you get smarter you get smarter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Than, you were, than you were at eight o'clock that you were eight o'clock yeah we, we like we like maxwell smart remember when we were growing up maxwell smart he said missed it by that much <laughs> Uh, but Roddy, thank you very much uh, for hooking us up there. We appreciate that. Uh, good morning once again, Roddy, by the way. Um, yeah, good morning. <clears throat> glad to have you on. Yeah, Docs, we were talking about a, a couple of different things. First of all, um, um, Nixon, Nixon being in St. John in the early 70s, man. I heard all the conversation. I just couldn't communicate. I heard everything. Okay, good. So, yeah, uh, Nixon was, let, Listen, Neville, yeah. what happened to Virgin Island back then? Historically, you remember the revolution in Cuba, right? Yes, Batista. But but ba yeah. Uh, yeah, Batista to, to Fidel, fifty-eight, I believe that was. Fidel, around, yeah. And remember, Cuba used to be the playground of. Uh, yes. The American Am American playground. Yes, correct. Correct. American playground, and then the playground shift because that's what they call us, American playground when they came in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, the shift came to to to. Virgin Islands, and they built the Hilton Hotel. You know, you are too young for Hilton Hotel. You are just bad. When you should know about Hilton Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The VI Hilton, not just Hilton Hotel. The VI Hilton on top of the hill in Canton. Yeah. Yeah, VI Hilton up on the hill. Yeah. And then in St. John, when they put in uh, Canil Bay, Rockefeller, and those guys mm -hmm. put in the Canil Bay Resort up there, you know, nature preserve basically in the national park. I mean, we became a now playground of the Caribbean, and that's why all those guys came down here. So it was awesome. So that whole tourism sector changed, and never back then. That is when we had, had put in place our first economic development 
authority law when they started to build hotels, okay? Mm-hmm. So now capitalize on this new business that was coming in. So th- those guys came down here. I mean, senators used to come, and they used to come in, go up, and he'll be and cool out, and nobody even know that they You know what I mean? But that is how that whole genesis started in terms of we becoming the playground of the capital, I mean, playground of the United States when they took over in Cuba. Now, now Ronnie. Yeah, you, you know, you know, Neville. Now, before you go there, Ronnie, I wanted you to respond to this statement that, that, that um, then Senator Kennedy said. From what I've seen here today, and from what I have learned from your leaders, Ralph Paiwanski and Joe Alexander, Ronnie, Ronnie, these is names <laughs> in VI history that help us to transition and create the middle class in the Virgin Islands? Uh-huh. And you know, few people bring up that Carlton had the governor's conference here, Carlton Hotel. Carlton the, Hotel had the, a golf course. The, uh, yes, and, and, and the national governor's, the national governor's conference, what are you referring to, right? Yes, yes. It was held here in St. Croix. And, um, you know, uh, the, the hotel, where Good Hope, that was a big hotel and he had a nice beach. And the, the, the idea that people came down in the 50s and 60s, uh, you know, the 70s changed the dynamic because of Fountain Valley. Yeah, but, man, uh-huh. yeah, man, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, it, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't re- reverberate in St. Thomas and St. John like how it reverberated. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, in retros- retrospect, we lucky then, Ronnie, right? Because because the whole territory could have gotten wiped out as it relates to tourism. Exactly. If, if they had exactly. painted it with a broad brush. Now, that's right. not to excuse the conspiracy for holding that particular incident against St. Croix for, uh, for 50 years now. But the reality uh-huh. is it could have been worse from an economic standpoint. Right. And, and, and that is when the real shift occurred dramatically and we we live through it you know we live through it because um frederick said the area of frederick said with carlton with uh clover crest the hotel Spratal, Spratal, yeah and ronnie you know you know you know that same press pool i didn't mean to cut you off the same press pool that you were talking about that came here with the president um, a week and a half ago, last week when he left, last week Monday, I yes. believe he left, right? Yeah. Um, they actually um did a lot of their clips, a lot of their video clips, done at um done in Frederickstead by Sandcastle and all that stuff done there. You check exactly. so 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 it ain't like as if we lacking for 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 natural infrastructure, <laughs> for lack of a better term. What I mean, we got it here. There's no excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no excuse for us to be struggling. So and and the the the. The start of press coverage we got with the president being here um, is invaluable, man. They're we coming back. Yes, yeah, you know, so that... And and now we on the map, Sinkoi may have crossed the hurdles, you know? And it, it it's... You know, you bring, we yeah, you bring, have to capitalize on yeah, yeah. our... Capitalize and what we offer the world, you know? And the, the key is, and people might like this, but we are U.S. territory. Well, look, no, well, who, who going like it? That's their problem on the running. This, they, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we've been very fortunate to be to be a, right. a to, to be a US, US a US territory jurisdiction. In particular, given that we live in this hurricane zone, Doc School. Yeah. Which brings me back, Docs. Can you mention Lawrence Rockefeller? And of course, you know one story to lead to the next. Remember when you remember when we are smile running and ducks, and we hearing all one of them talk, and they said, "Girl, ten story in one." Right? <laughs> when they when they punking in LA, right? So so check this out. This is an article from uh, 1974. Right? Lawrence S. Rockefeller said today he sent a telegram to President Nixon in August of '72. So this was uh, two years and two months before. This is October 74. Urging Mr. Nixon to allow Eastern Airlines, in which the Rockefellers have an interest, to acquire Caribbean, an uh -huh. airline based in Puerto Rico. Seven months later, Mr. Nixon reversed the decision by the Civil Aeronautics Board and approved the acquisition. That's when I so when I read in this yesterday, and I want to thank Raul Carrillo for hooking me up with this information. One thing led to the next. I said, Well, this is gonna be the topic that we touch on, or at least one of the topics we can touch on today, because Caribbean is near and dear to all of our hearts for those of us who grew up here in the territory in 60s and 70s. And now we know where Caribbean went. Eastern Airlines buy it out. Duck school. Mm -hmm. Your check? Yeah. Caribbean was a connection throughout the Caribbean. I flew on Caribbean. You know, I don't know if Ronnie flew on Caribbean. <laughs> of course he did. I did. He had to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I flew on Caribbean, and, and that is how I used to go down to see my grandmother. Every summer when school done, I go in Antigua and I green plane. I got to go to Caribbean. I go in Caribbean to see my grandmother down in, down in Nevis. That's how I get down, you know. We stop in St. Kitts and then go over in Nevis. That's how I, I travel. But Caribbean became pivotal. Because you're now connecting the Caribbean, right? And you have that, 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 that influx of people coming from throughout the Lesser Antilles, the, the, you know, coming down from the Eastern Caribbean into the Virgin Islands. Now stop right so, there. Stop right there. Caribbean, you know, so you know, one, like I said, gal 10 story in one. So now we want, <laughs> I got to look now to find out when Caribbean was founded, 1939, right? Uh -huh was a Puerto Rican airline based in San Juan, Puerto Rico that served over a dozen destinations in the Caribbean as well as Miami. In uh -huh. 1970, the air carrier was serving 16 destinations on 14 Caribbean islands plus Miami. Right? And uh -huh. let's, I, I'm going to go through the destinations, Ronnie and Docs. Listen to this, and I want the audience to listen. Bridgetown, Barbados. Castries, St. Lucia. Fort de France, Martinique. Kingston, Jamaica, Miami, Florida, Montego Bay, Jamaica, Orangestad, Aruba, Pointe Petre, Guadeloupe, Porta Prince, Haiti, Porta Spain, Trinidad, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands, St. John's, Antigua, St. Martin, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands, San Juan, Puerto Rico, which was the home base, and Wilmerstad, Curacao. The, the reason why I went through this and I want to bring this up is our leaders in this region had vision a long time ago and economic will to make things happen. We haven't just regressed as a Virgin Islands. We've regressed as a region, Doc School. And, and, and it's haunting all of us who live here in the Caribbean. It's haunting all of us because here in the, in the Caribbean, we are, we are connected. We have, I don't you remember the song, you know, the, the great uh, thing about 
CARICOM and all those songs and joining the Caribbean and becoming a part of an entity where we, we, we are stronger in numbers, right? They also, at that point, in, at one point, they had Liat Nebel. But, I, Liat, but, but, uh, but they brought that, that up. That's one, one of the reasons why that, Caribbean struggle was because BWIA and Liat. And Liat, right? And, and that's and all about market. Liat that's is. all about economics and market share, though. Yeah. Right. Okay, and market share. So, so, so that is basically, these guys were looking to bring the Caribbean together and use the Caribbean as a destination unto itself so people come into the Caribbean and share resources, okay? And that's the start of CARICOM that, that basically feel. And, and because the big islands didn't want to help the smaller islands and the trading in between. Um, um, that's, the rice uh, um, and grenades, that's cool. That's you know? cool. That's cool. This yeah. is analyze this. The greater Antilles didn't want to help the lesser Antilles. Uh, the great, okay, okay. The greater Antilles mm-hmm. didn't want to help the lesser Antilles. And, and you're a Kent until we fo- you're, and, you're, until you're, we forge our way, until we forge our way into it by sports, never. That, that, I, but I, I won't get. That's what I glad. I glad you went there because that, that allows me. Like that. that allows me to go to Ronnie. Because Ronnie, of course, you know, Olymp, Olympic committee man and, a, and an athlete in the one right. Ronnie, Ronnie, th- this is. Yeah. I don't want to use this term, but I don't want to say embarrassing. But this is painful to read that we had a better understanding of how we could evolve as a people back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and now we're so disjointed, Ronnie, that it's painful just, just to think about it, man. We, we've really regressed. Yeah. And the, the, the problem is Puerto Rico was a major player. Mm-hmm. The universities, you know, really spread the whole Caribbean, and a lot of the athletes and people that came to St. Croix to train. Uh, went to school in Puerto Rico, Cipriani, Philip, Tricochi, I could name them. Yes, sir. And they went to big... And, and you know, uh, Robert from Trinidad and the major stars global in track and field, especially, and basketball, and baseball. Puerto Rico had, Puerto Rico had a, a winter league that a lot of baseball yes, players played. A, 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 mm-hmm. a, a major league level winter league. Yeah. 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 So, and and all of that changed, you know. Um, it, I, I I I know the history, but we we won't go through that. But <laughs> we have we have regressed as a, a region. As a, region, as a region, right. correct, correct. Hold on, there yes, one second. We'll, we'll pick it up right there. We had the conversation, sweet. Uh, and of course, I know the, pre- the the audience has an appreciation for it. We'll take a break. Be back right after this. What is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. Here on WTJX FM 93.1. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big it, cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. 
from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. If you graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with free tuition plus at UVI. With free tuition plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here on Alexis, the table talk in full effect. A Tuesday table talk for the second week. We back. We should be back to Monday next week. It could be Tuesday again. I'm gonna, we're gonna work on that. But I got Donald Duck School, um, the Majority Leader joining us um, from the Capital. Good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. How are you? Good morning, Mr. President and the other president. <laughs> you guys are fortunate to sit in that seat. Yes, I sir. was right next to it. Right next to Richard. Running <laughs> things. <laughs> like that. R- running, running things. And of course, President 29, Legislature, one only Randy Russell, out the, originally out of the Riviera, out of the West. <laughs> the Riviera down here in the West, but he did another, <laughs> yeah, he did yeah. a North Side Riviera up in, up in uh, Canaan. Uh, good morning, Ronnie yeah. Russell. How are you? <clears throat> Good morning, Neville, and good morning, Docs, and good morning to your wonderful audience. So, so Ronnie, you were talking about the connectivity. You mentioned some some names there, Cipriani Phillips, Tricochi. You talking yeah, about you talking about Tricochi, yeah. the gym teacher, to um, to Elena Christian. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know yeah. his son, his son who recently passed last year, Hector Tricochi, a great salsa singer. Um, for for um, um, Tommy Olivencia sing song like Lobo Domesticado and them kind of thing. I didn't even know that till last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector yeah. See, the, yeah. Thing, the, the, the thing was that um, Puerto Rico was a mecca for education. Well, I'm glad you went because there. Because you had the University of Puerto Rico. Yeah. You had San Helman. I could name them. Inter- Inter-American. Of, Inter-American. Inter-American, yeah. yes. Inter-American. And a lot of Caribbean islands sent people to Puerto Rico to get educated. And, you know, we're talking about 50s and 60s, and a lot of these islands weren't liberated yet. Mm-hmm. It was still, you know, British subjects. And so, you and know, French. They, yeah, and French, right, exactly. So, Puerto Rico was like a mecca for education and sports. And Puerto Rico had a winter league in basketball, uh, not winter, but a basketball league. Yeah, and um, a winter league in uh, Baloncesto Superior. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they had, you know, they had, a, you were just a step away from the major leagues in all of these sports. Because people from the Caribbean, especially who excel in sports, went to Puerto Rico to school and then they were recruited on the mainland. So, you know, Orlando Cepeda come from Puerto Rico. Yeah, you man. Know? Yeah, you man. Could, yeah, yeah man. You, so, so you could go through 
Juan Marichal, you know. He was for the Dominican Republic, but a lot of them actually. Yes. But 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 yes. Not, but I don't want you to gloss over, because Puerto Rico was an American jurisdiction. It allowed for exactly. the Amer oh, exactly. it, it allowed them to, to to be a magnet, right? Where because exactly. remember Doc School and Ronnie, the goal was to get to America, was to get to New York, right? The goal was to get to New York, right? Yeah. And 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 yeah. and the easiest way to get to New York was to walk your way through Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands. Yes, 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 yes. And they used to call it the shoot. Because what, another thing that impacted was the immigration laws. Thank you, sir. That impacted uh, in, uh, travel into the, into the United States, in the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. The immigration laws were really enforced mm -hmm. back then. And, and they really came after. So they, they used to call this thing the shoot. People used to come down and vote. You see, like how you see it happening with uh, individuals coming from Cuba and Haiti coming over. It used to happen, like, but not at the magnitude where you were putting your lives on the line in terms of overcrowding boats. But that is how that action took. People come to Tatola, come down to, to St. Thomas and boat and ended up in Puerto Rico. I used to call it the shoot Neville. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. a lot of people who ended up in New York uh, through that process. Let me ask yes. this question now, because Rani, I think you you actually hit on 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 the reason why a lot of islands leadership in a lot of islands uh, looked at Puerto Rico um, as the conduit. I think that's the right word or a nexus, right? A nexus, yeah. right? Education, Ronnie, you notice every discussion we have when we touch yep. on a topic is cycling back to education being being the, the reason or the solution. Yeah. But, but before you go to Rocky went to the educated in Puerto Rico, you know. Here it is. That's right. Rocky, that's why that's Rocky, right. that's why Rocky becomes so Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 but, yeah. you know, Neville, we had a, a host of leaders from the territory. That went to educate him. Educate Amadeo Francis, he won in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Amadeo Francis, yeah. 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 So, and Puerto Rico, you know, it was, you know, I, I, I don't know what happened. Otto Latima. You know. I know Otto Latima went to school down in Puerto Rico. Yeah. 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 And the Hodges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and don't yeah. forget, you, know, you, you mentioned the Winter League. Elmo Plaskett win the triple crown in that in that winter league down in Puerto Rico. Now he's a play for Ponce. Yeah. Don't forget Alvin McBean. Oh gosh. Yeah. Not a great, great, yeah. great baseball player. I mean, look, look, we there in 2023. <clears throat> and we are talking about movements, right? That took place in the 50s and 60s. The question now is. Have we gotten complacent because things apparently from a from from our infrastructure, even though we're paying through the wazoo for energy and all that stuff on the impact in the other quality area areas of life? Maybe we need to get as aggressive as we were, mentally aggressive as we were as a people back in the fifties and sixties, and realize, look, we ain't really got it like how we believe we got it or no. We got ways to go, or we got to get back to that level. Let me put it that way. Listen, Neville, Arani, the Eastern Caribbean, in terms of tourism, they copied our product, you know? Yeah. And it's like when Japan got all the, all the technology from America after the war, right? 
They just improve <laughs> on the technology. You laughing, but the truth. <laughs> what these guys did is they came and they, they, they studied the Virgin Islands, uh, how we were able to penetrate the U.S. market. They copied it and they expounded on it. We stood still because we believed that, hey, this was going to continue on and on and on. And these guys, now you go to St. Martin, you go to St. Kitts, Nevis, Antigua, no, but, all I, the Caribbean. No, no, but I'm glad you bring okay. up, up St. Martin okay. because from a, from a cruise ship destination standpoint, remember they fly across the Virgin Islands, and the Virgin Islands were number one for a long time. And yeah. St. Martin, you're right, they copied us, invested in the infrastructure. And then, yeah. and, and then Ronnie, from an from a airlift standpoint, they, they got into the charter business. Right, yep. they got their charter Absolutely. business, and 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 with that that kind of the, so what happens? You had charters working in cancer with immigration, so that when the folks from the foreign destinations come in, they don't have to go through the hardships that that that, that would be in place under normal circumstances if, if you fly commercially. Right, right. You know, um, when you mentioned Caribbean, Eastern, Panama, and you mentioned the airlines, that that contributed. And it's contributing to, you know, a change in the how the people move, you know, because I recently went through St. Martin to travel to Dominica and I was completely surprised. For real? Blown away. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, you know, and um and and I was comparing it to St. Croix because, you know, I left St. Croix and that's night and day. But you're not they Docs, I want you to know that, you know, when, when, when Nixon came to St. John, you know where he landed, right? Where? Puerto Rico? He had to land at St. No. Croix, man. St. Croix, what Puerto Rico? He could land right there, oh. man. I want to run... Look, look, look. Here, here I'm going to use a local terminology. I want to run away in a pistachio, you know. I run away no, in a... I want to run away in a piapia. Anything could land here, you know. Serious? Well, you just you just had Air Force One over there. Okay, that's what and, and and that's why he came on an Air Force plane, and and, 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 and then and then took a helicopter over there to go to Canil Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 again again again. Now I'm sure, right? Back then in the 70s, when they were doing the 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 the, the recon, they realized, wait a minute, we don't have to go to Puerto Rico. We can go to Saint Croix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, I, and, and I, go ahead, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole idea um, of the Virgin Islands having uh, three islands with completely three different attractions. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. It is very attractive because St. John is still attractive. Yeah, still? People who don't want to come to St. Croix still? and people who don't want to come to St. Thomas. R- Rani, St. Mm-hmm. John barn attractive, man. Barn that way. Yeah, so so we, we, we have to use this increased interest in this territory that we the carnival and the festival in St. Croix, Carnival in St. Thomas, St. John got a nice carnival too. The celebration. And we yeah. yeah, celebration. And we need to use that and build on it and then use what we have as natural resources, which is sun. sun sea. Yes, and people. And people. Our that's the most valuable asset. Yeah. Yeah. People, your your son, see food, people and just a climate that is what we consider the best in the world. And a and a lack of and a lack of a lack of immigration uh, protocol if you're coming from America. 
Yes. yes. So and, we, and pressure, yeah, yeah, very important. Pressure yeah, so. put it nice, you know, man. Virgin Islands nice. <laughs> you know, pressure nice. put it nice. I mean, that song, I, I don't know what happened to the Department of Tourism because every time I see a commercial and for Jamaica here in Bob Marley, one love, wake up this morning. Yes, sir. But yes, pressure sir. song, right? Yeah, pressure song should be. Eyes the Virgin Islands, and that song can be utilized as a magnet. And I don't know what happened in the Department of Tourism. I don't know what contract it is, but in, in 2017, that's the which you got to go. In 2017, I was watching Roger Federer playing in the Miami Open, and I see the the the, the, the I see the advertisement right behind it. And you know the you know the, the little um, advertisement boards that I got over the place now. He had a little one there, a little scroll. And and, and British the, Virgin uh, Islands. British Virgin Islands. Right, right behind yeah, it, right man. There. Right, right behind it, sir. Right behind it. Yeah. So, gentlemen, let we let we transition because we we we've touched on 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 something. Hopefully, you know, tourism. We have, somebody may have heard us and and uh, they realized that uh, you know we 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 were we were we were the leaders in the region once upon a time, and we have every opportunity. Uh, to get back there, let's talk some politics now, gentlemen. <laughs> let me transition. <laughs> let, let me transition to the mainland, right? We, we gonna get we gonna get to our 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 body where we where we were players, major players. You know they they swore in yesterday, but let me talk about the mainland. You know, <clears throat> the speaker of the house is number three in the country, right? As it relates to power, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, of course, absolutely. of course, Kevin McCarthy. You know, he 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 fulfilled a boyhood dream, and it took him what sixteen ballots, right? He failed on the first uh -huh. failed on the first fifteen. So he gets credit for showing resilience. Ain't no doubt about that. Even if you don't like the policies and all that stuff, a lot of other men might have quit. And McCarthy said, "No, I gonna make this happen." But let me talk some raw numbers here. You got 434 because one member who actually got elected passed away subsequent to the election. You got 434 representatives, of which 222 are Republicans, 212 are um, Democrats. <clears throat> you need 218 if all, 40, all 434 participate in the vote. That's the reason why it failed three times on Tuesday three times on, on Wednesday, four times on Thursday, and five more times on Friday before it finally happened right after midnight, Friday night into Saturday. Something is fundamentally wrong when you got a party at 222 and they got 20 people holding the other 202 people hostage. And clearly... They worked something out and all that stuff. And I think they adopted the rules package yesterday and all that stuff. Um, Docs, let me start with you. How, you could, how can you steward 434, and it will be 435 at some point, with the ability for one person to call for a vote for the speaker to vacate the chair? What kind of craziness is that? That's not leadership. That's not democracy. Right, that's, that's fundamentally flawed. It is, it is fundamentally flawed. Uh, the, the, the government of the United States and the country, we depend with this, we operate on majority rule, right? Majority rule, 50 plus one, majority rule. And for this to happen shows us the diabolical situation that we have in the Congress of the United States. 
I thought that the Democrats were more diverse than the Republicans. But the Republicans, they are diverse based on their philosophy and their DNA, Neville and, and Ronnie. Mm -hmm. These guys who are there are moving towards autocracy. Well, they mentioned okay. that. They mentioned that uh, all, all throughout the week last week. But my run, are you? Yeah. Because that's a term. That's a term they're using. We, we're going to an atta yeah, autocracy. Yeah. Straight up autocracy, and the 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 of Donald Trump, who is you know laboring right now. Look at what happened in Puerto in Brazil with Bolsonaro's and his supporters. You understand? Correct. So that is where these guys are going, and they're pulling uh, the United States towards an autocratic society. And these guys now who have the the, 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 the speaker hostage uh, of autocratic, they were deniers, they were election deniers. These guys went against the Constitution, went against the oath, and they now have power in Congress. I look forward to see what has always happened, Neville. The Democrats would have to now pull us out of this, this situation. So Akin Jeffries, I believe, is in a good position to demonstrate leadership and the ability to pull members of the Republican Party towards the Democrats and leave those guys who are over there on the other side. Ronnie, that is what I'm looking at. Ronnie, Ronnie let, me yes. ask, let me ask you this question, Ronnie. The tail wagging the dog is what really going on with Republicans who have historically looked at Democrats and laughed at our uh, inability uh, to hold it together. Um, isn't it amazing how everything is cyclical, Ronnie Russell? And look at them now. Yes, and the, the key here is that um, the country is acting like a cult with the leadership of the Democrat, I mean, the leadership of the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. Because the kind of things they agree to to appease a small few is ridiculous. And it's going to come back to haunt the Republicans because I think it strengthens Jeffers and and he gave a wonderful speech. You went through the whole. You went through the whole alphabet, man. Yeah, and, and that that is, you see, since he had the platform, Neville, of of the country listening, he did a, a wonderful job, mm -hmm. and demonstrating that kind of leadership juxtaposed with McCarthy, who can't lead. <laughs> Who, you know, hold on one second. Hold on one second. We're going to take a break right there. <laughs> Coming right back so you can finish off your thoughts. We'll be back right after this. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists. 
stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! Or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langford is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM back here and Liz and we're talking uh, wrapping up a conversation with um, the the circus atmosphere uh, that took place uh, in Congress last week it took until late Friday night we hours at the Saturday morning Ronnie also for for the for the, the, the our congressmen and women uh, to take the oath to officially become members of the 118th house and you were talking about a lack of leadership on one side versus pure leadership on the other Ronnie. Yeah, Neville, sorry about that. No, no, no yeah. that's okay. You're, Let me you're, say this. Yeah. yeah. The, the leadership qualities of both men came out. And the lack thereof. And the lack thereof. Thank you. And, you know, when it comes down to the House having a certain commitment to some certain values, uh, McCarthy is leading a team that don't share the same values that he share. That's number one. And number two, they don't have a commitment. They have a different commitment. They want to destabilize the government and and focus on getting power into a small few, you know, that autocracy. And the problem with that is that McCarthy is trying to lead a group that is, you can't lead. Unleadable. He's not a leader. Yeah, so so he gonna have extreme difficulty with each issue that come up that is for the people to help the people and so he gonna have extreme issues getting a consensus. No, and and he's gonna be ineffective, I believe. No, I I I tend to agree with that. Doc School, um, Matt gets, you know, he and <laughs> uh, he and Lauren Bobert and a couple others. All they were looking for was cameras. Right, because all they were doing making public appearances on all the different cable networks, right? But it, just to show you how pathetic they are, he nominated President Trump one time, right? <laughs> and and Trump get one vote, so Trump get another 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 um, backside cut. That's the term we use, right? He get backside cut again, right? He get one vote for the Speaker of the House, but 
my problem with the mad guests of the world is you can't, while you're nominating somebody else, tell Kevin McCarthy, you don't have the votes, you will never have the votes, you'll sell your soul to get things and all that stuff, and then ultimately vote present down the road. That's a joke, man. You're, you're a fraud. Absolutely, but we, we know we know Matt Gates is a fraud, and we know that they utilize that as fundraising because they were fundraising like Correct. crazy to Correct. the base to the base that they are representing, and it is problematic. I think Ronnie hit the nail on the head when he speaks to uh, the, the leadership, and this is what I said earlier, Neville, that Hakeem Jeffries will now have to run the House of Representatives. Okay. Because he's going to, him and his, his, his minority whip are going to have to be able to pick off those moderate Republicans in order to run the House Representative and save Kevin McCarthy, like, like the Republicans have always done. I mean, the Democrats have always done. Save those guys from the, the, the sins that they have committed. Okay? And Matt Gates and Borbot and, and these people, they're just looking to self-aggrandizement. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Looking, uh, uh, sitting at 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 the, the table with with Donald Trump, where they don't understand that that game has already been played, and it's very very problematic. I look towards the Democratic Party, and I have confidence that they are going to be able to run the con- the, the the House of Representatives and bail out Kevin McCarthy from from a, from a minority platform. That's yeah. what you're talking about. A minority platform. Okay, but but Ronnie. Here's the deal. You get the impression with these um, congressmen and women in the House that they act like the Senate don't exist, Ronnie. These people crazy. <laughs> well, and, and, well. and, 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 and not only that, they are at war with Mitch McConnell. And um, if there's one thing that you know we have experienced as men, you know, be, being involved with with, <laughs> with women is that when they start to act up, right, the more you ignore or don't engage them, the more frustrated they don't get, right? Yes. And, and, and the house, right, they're acting like a bunch of spoiled children. And, and, and the Senate, all they're doing is sitting down and watching them and say, at what point are you going to act at your age? <laughs> and Mitch but McConnell he, killing them he, with patience. While, while they're there cussing, he, Sherrod Brown, and Joe Biden, President Biden there in Kentucky, in Covington, talking about bridges that they're going to fix, man. They're making them yeah, look bad. Yeah, they, they, they're going to be ineffective. And more importantly, they're setting up a stage for the Democrats to sweep the Congress in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you really want uh, but I believe President Biden gonna make them look really bad. But let me ask this question, back. though. Let me ask this question. Yeah. Here is one of the conclusions that some of the folks on CNN arrived at. The Matt Getzes of the world and the Lauren Bobots, they don't want to be in the majority because they don't no. want to have to be responsible. You believe that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. you could. You see, you see they're setting up, and, and they don't want... Some people revel in being um, obst- obstructionist. Yeah. Or, play, or, or, or playing offense. 
Because when, when when you're in a minority, you're allowed to play offense. When you're in a majority, exactly. you're playing defense because there's a dependency on you to produce while you're in a, in, 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 the, in the ruling faction. Right. And so, you know, um, and the, 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 the whole political agenda is obstructionist. Um, of the, the God, they attack everybody. Finger pointing. Can do nothing right. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so you have that small segment of the community that like that. They like that. They, they, they like to be rabble rousers and they don't want anything positive to happen. So, you know, they, they set the stage for how they don't operate in, in the House of Representatives. And that's why never what you said is important. That's the House alone. Mm-hmm. That's in the Senate. You know? And that, that is where Biden going to pick them off. Now, Docs, now, Docs, Ronnie could have said as opposed, but he used the term juxtapose and all them kind of thing. You, you are rubbing yeah. off. You are rubbing off on Ronnie Russell and they show. And Ronnie used to keep it in lay people language, you know, but I noticed since you come with them big words last year, Ronnie want, want you to know that he got it like that too. No? So be careful, Docs. Okay? Juxtapose. Well, li- li- listen, I, <laughs> I just want to tell you, Ronnie and Rocky, that I don't know what happened in St. In St. Croix, but in St. Thomas, guys, when I go around, I was down at a university at the Virgin Islands. Ten people tell me, Docs, I don't listen to her. I don't know. <laughs> because this thing is nice. And uh, Mr. I, I would call his name, Mr. Gums, who is a teacher. Yeah. He say, I like the diction, man. I like the diction. <laughs> I like how you guys enunciate and how you, how you guys, you know, put everything in there. You know, and, and the way we carry on, we in the rabble rousing. Yes, we can do our dialect and go into our thing, them, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. when it comes to, uh, you know, presenting information, our diction and our enunciation, they really love that and they appreciate that. So that's, I just wanted to pass that on. No, no, no. And I want to, I want to, on behalf of my audience and WTJX family, we want to thank them for listening. And we're going to try our best to make sure that this, this piece soap, ain't a Kalalu. Because I got another man got Kalalu Network. This piece soap that we got here. Right, we could incorporate the local lingo. We could talk corporate with them at any time, right, Rani? Anytime, <laughs> at, at, absolutely. At, at, absolutely. At, at any time. So, thank you very much. You were, you were saying though, no. you were saying no. I, 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 I caught, I caught you after you, you, you were saying about the, 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 the responding to Rani saying that these people all they want to do is obstruct and play offense. Oh. They don't want to play defense. They don't want to be responsible for nothing. And we have some people in our jurisdiction like that. I wonder when you're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's segue into local politics. But, 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 but that's a human thing, you know. That's a human thing. So, some people know that they can't function as well when they're responsible mm-hmm. as they would when they are on offense in the minority. That's just how they mm-hmm. are. You know they yeah. they are good at playing this as this see what I tell you type of politics, you know, yeah. Yeah. and 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 yeah. in the end it 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 come back to show quickly that one some some um one of my listeners it was VI Hotel not VI Hilton right VI it was, Hotel, it was yeah. VI Hotel and it was a Hilton though it was a Hilton Hotel but it was yeah, known it was as Hilton. VI yeah. Hotel and and Ronnie somebody said well, when we were playing black girl in the ring one of my listeners said sweet sax and I know that 
uh, Ohalo Williams and a saxophone. Uh, um, that that's very very pleasing to your ears. I want you to know that yeah. the, the people yeah. them, the people them appre appreciate that. But for local politics, um, at the end of the day, and this is the point that I wanted to bring up, that I don't believe that the the the, the mainland politicians understand. And I was, you know, warned early on when I ran for the first time in 2004, never you could come with all the ideas you want to know. At the <laughs> end of the day, the people are looking to Ayo for leadership, mm -hmm. right? And we are in a, a window now, given what we're dealing with our energy crisis, that we need leadership, which requires patience, which requires the ability to compromise and, and respect fellow leaders we can't afford to be finger pointing and playing the obstructionist game ducks cool we don't have that luxury right now we don't we, we need don't, we need productivity we don't, we don't have the luxury and one of the things about the i, I want to congratulate you know all those who were sworn in uh yesterday we have some seasoned individual in there uh and we have a, a man at the helm who i believe have the temperament to continue to lead and our, our finance chair who have been in the leadership position that mm -hmm. They are able to see, and they can carry forward Neville and Ronnie, situation that took place in the last legislature in terms of energy, in terms of education, healthcare, and all of those issues. Agriculture. To be able to, yeah. agriculture, to work uh, uh, constructively with the executive branch. And the executive branch, he's, he's sitting in lame duck situation for four years now. Mm -hmm. And he have to be able to utilize that lame duck status to you know, bring uh, these issues that are facing us and have been facing us together, they have to be able to do it. And I look forward to them doing it, and I, I pray God's speed that they be able to do it. Without a doubt, I echo the sentiment. Ronnie, as it relates to recovery, uh, we, we don't have the luxury of time. We, we, we need to see this recovery with our naked eye right now, but I want to give you an opportunity to, to give props to, 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 to those who were sworn in yesterday and then answer that question. Yeah, yeah let me congratulate everyone that was sworn in. You know, it is a major sacrifice when you put yourself up for elected office. And people don't acknowledge that a lot. But the truth is, it's a major sacrifice. And then you have to deal with your constituents. You have to deal with policies that might not be favorable to everybody. And you're supposed to be a sort of checks and balances for the executive. Correct. And uh, while yeah, while working and, while working with him for a better version of exactly. him or her. So, yeah. so you don't you know you, it's like they they should go through a process that I think is very important. But you know I, I'm not sure how they will do it this time. Um, when the governor sent down his commissioners for uh, appointment and 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 he appointing a commissioner, he has to go through. I consider it a very rigorous challenge by the. Senate to make sure that the people are qualified who will lead the territory. And that's important. And you know what has to come down, you know? Let's just hit it right the nail on the head. The Attorney General. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so, and I am hopeful that um, the research is done, like how Neville is one of the greatest researchers. And, but the Amen. research and the questions and a sort of connection with our community that Attorney General should have. And when he sends along his cabinet, you know, I, I, I hope they, they rigorously question them. And if, if you ain't qualified, you, you know, you take, take, get somebody else. And, 
move on and get the people who are qualified. But that, that one, to, but, but, uh, Rani, but that, that, that topic there, get mainland traction, you know? Because... Yes. Because because the nature, the, the, the timing of the deal, the, the timing of the move on the heels of, of the, the lawsuit against Epstein, so people in the States asking, now what really going on? And, and then the president was here when that happened. You check what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so that one there... You know, I, I, I just well, hope, you know, that we can move past that one there, but that one ain't on that one that one staying here for a while, my son. That one ain't gonna die. And and before we go, Neville, I just wanna say uh, Ronnie had spoken last week about uh putting some caveat with, with the attorney general mm-hmm. basically saying that they have to be uh terminated for cause and I believe that is something that the legislature should look at. Yes. Well, because well, well what, because, what, because what, we, what we, we we need we need some level of independence between the AG. And the governor. Yes. 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 We need we do need it. But you know, um everything happens at the right time and it's the timing is right that we the legislature should take the helm and set mm-hmm. policy for separating the, you know, that close knit uh relationship that led to whatever happened, happened. you know. Yeah, right. I ain't gonna speculate. I'm just saying, no. whatever happened, happened. <laughs> now we move on. You know. <laughs> I like that. I like. That's a good bow tie for the conversation, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Great conversation this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot to both of you. And thank you, Ronnie, for thank hooking us time. up. Appreciate that. Thanks, that's, Ronnie. Uh, that's Ronnie. Thanks, Ronnie. Yeah, man. Good. A Tuesday table talk. A great discussion. Touch on a number of different topics. Um, want the public to know that uh, we are aware of what's going on, but you go know your history. That's very important that you know your history. Because if you don't know your history, you're going to be in trouble. Straight up and down. Okay? Be good. Be safe. Talk to you tomorrow. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. The news nowadays is a bit like our weather, much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. On 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.